Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. What's up, everybody? Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily, and you have tuned in to a nice episode. Tonight, we're going to be talking about John Moxley taking some time away from AEW. We support you, John. Don't we, SB3? We support the good brother. Absolutely, 100%. We got to talk about that. We got AEW Dynamite tonight with the former Kalisto making his AEW debut. So there's a lot to get into on this wrestling daily. And the ramifications of Moxley coming out of the AEW tournament might see a certain somebody, the voice of the voiceless, sliding in. We're going to talk about that shortly right here on Wrestling Daily. Thank you, everyone, who has joined us here today on Wrestling Daily Wednesday Night Edition. Uh, just some housekeeping. Thumbs up, subscribe. You know, we love you. Please help this channel grow. And your Ultra Chats, if you want to dictate the conversation while SB3 and I are here. Who are we, SB3, again? The Daily Boys. If you want to support us and dictate the conversation, WrestleTalk.com forward slash wrestling daily also tomorrow night for steph chase i uh, am at an event for work i'm at the launch of the new call of duty game any gamers in the chat hit me up let me know i'm gonna go uh, to the launch of vanguard with activision so benno is coming for his second stint on wrestling daily and he's gonna be joining steph chase for the post dynamite news show but without further ado man let's get into the news. Uh, Tony Khan did announce SB3 on Twitter that John Moxley will be taking a sabbatical of sorts. Um, just to read the statement, it said, John Moxley has allowed me to share with you that he is entering an inpatient alcohol treatment program. John is a beloved member of the AEW family. We all stand with him and Renee and all of his family and friends as he shifts his focus to recovery. Uh, he goes on to say, John is making a very brave choice to get help and we're embracing his choice and supporting him however we can. I'm proud to call John a friend. And like many of you, I'm also a fan of Mox uh, and look forward to a time in the future where he's eventually able to return to the ring. Until then, thank you for supporting John and respecting his privacy at this time. If you or a loved one need help, please reach out to SAMHSA's National Helpline. Uh, and the number, of course, for Americans is there below. Um, I mean, it's, it's been a busy time for Mox. He's just had 
a daughter only a few months back. The release of his book, I mean, it came to my Kindle, I want to say yesterday. So I think the release is fresh. Um, very busy. Uh, and he, I actually admire him taking himself out of a situation where he's got so much, so many plates spinning. Yeah. And he's had the courage to say, you know what? I need to put myself first. I need to get myself in line. He's got responsibilities. I'm sure he's aware of now. Uh, and he's taking steps to get himself the help he needs SP3. Yeah, it's a level of self-awareness that we don't usually see in professional wrestling. And probably because he has this book, he's doing a lot of self-reflection. So that does make a lot of sense as well. But like you said, there's a lot going on for him. A new daughter. He's knee deep into the AEW storylines. He looked like he was going to defeat Orange Cassidy on tonight's show to versus Brian Danielson at full gear. So he's got stuff going on there. He's the GCW world champion as well. He's got yeah. Renee. There, there's a lot going on for him. So it, it has to be something a little bit serious to him for him to make that choice because it wasn't put on by anyone else. It wasn't his family coming to him. It's a it's a moment of like self-awareness to know where you're at and know that you need help. So I, I, I'm like many am rooting for him. My thoughts and prayers to him, Renee, the entire family so he can, you know, get the situation back where it needs to be. And then we could see John Moxley back on, you know, our television because he's been one of the best parts about AEW since he's come over him as pandemic champion gave so many people happiness i know me i love the tag team with eddie kingston i love the rivalry with eddie kingston anything with john moxley and eddie kingston i'm a big fan of and he's had Mm. a great 2021 although he lost the AEW world championship he had that great match with the young bucks he's been feuding with new japan stars all over the place i loved him on uh, observer radio talking about his relationship with suzuki and stuff like that but uh, i just want him to get right where he needs to be because you know that's that's what we want the most for everyone around us yeah i mean listen i I feel like he's trying to nip it in the bud um not that any of us would know but i don't think many of us had an inkling he had a he was a heavy drinker let alone had a problem right i didn't really i've never even sniffed that from you know um his character work or what he's like outside of the ring the little bit that they do let us into so i think it's very brave and i like it that Tony Khan has kind of set a precedent as like, you know, and Vince McMahon has done this in WWE where he, you know, sometimes sends people to rehab, um, you know, I don't know, during their run or after, or he offers to sometimes. Um, but to to be the owner and come out and be such, you know, uh, such a, a pillar of support for John Moxley and and let everyone know that, you know, as, as big a star as he is, right, it can, everyone needs help sometimes. And yeah. like, you know, uh, I think I've said this to you privately recently. Like sometimes, all of us go through spells where you need to like go. Well, you know, I need to hit the refresh for a second, get some different perspective, and and let my you know allow yourself to breathe. Really, get get your head clear. And I can only imagine having that circumstance in the life of a wrestler, which is like a hundred miles per hour all the time, yeah. nonstop go. Um, he's got himself in this position, like I said, with the book. He's one of AEW's main players, a new parent. You have to get yourself right. Uh, and the only thing I'd want to impress on anyone watching this is we sincerely give our full support to John Moxley and his family uh, and hope that he gets the treatment that he's seeking for to come back better than ever. Um, you know, I think, you know, Moxley's been around for what feels forever now. What was it like? Yeah. I think it was nine years ago, The Shield debuted. Right, yes. 2012. Okay, he's still only 35. 
Right? Like, I know he's been around a long time, but he's still only 35. The guy has got a lot of legs left in this business, a lot to offer. Um, and I was thoroughly enjoying his, like, self-indulgent uh, Japanese dream tour that he was doing, you know, Nagata and Suzuki, all that great stuff. Like, I just thought it was quality. Um more power to him that he was in a position where he's like, you know what? You know, I'm not in the title picture, whatever. Give me this guy. Give me that guy. I'm going to do what I like. Um, and the guy was just living his best life. Uh, yeah. Also, we thought. So, uh, again, all of us, and I'm sure I speak for all the good eggs in the chat, let's hope that all the best happens for John Moxley and his family. SB3, uh, I, I've had the chance to speak to Moxley a few times, and he's a really... I think I've said this before in WWE. When I spoke to him, I could tell like he wasn't in the mood, right? Like <laughs> yeah. I, I spoke, I spoke to him um, WrestleMania 33 weekend just to give my perspective on Moxley, um, and obviously as Dean Ambrose at that point. You may remember he was on the pre-show against Baron Corbin yes. um, at WrestleMania 33, and I interviewed him in one of those junkets, and yeah, he was not in the mood um and i and that left a bit of a sour taste right because i was oh man i'm such a big fan of him and that was like the first time i met him um and i was like man was it my questions i don't know but then i've had him two uh two times one-on-one since he joined aw and once in like a scrum after eddie kingston actually after that match um the and you could just see his love and like passion uh, which, funnily enough, I, I say the same thing about Seth Rollins. You get talking to wrestling about, if you get talking about wrestling to Seth Rollins again. You see him really come into it because he's a fan, and so yeah. it's mostly like the art is there. Uh, and uh, those, I was so glad I got those chances to speak to him and feel his love for wrestling uh, and all things of the art attached to it. So I hope he can find it, man. I hope, I hope he can get back to what he loves doing, and because he seems so more fulfilled and happy in AEW, and that was a beautiful yeah. thing to see. So now that he's got a beautiful family, let's hope he can come back around to the good place that he needs to be. While we're here, though, he's out of the AEW tournament, right? The Tyson yeah. tournament, like you said, we thought he might be facing Orange Cassidy tonight. What do you think the pivot is going to be, SB3? Because there has been a little tease. Yes, we, we've seen a couple of people tease. I've heard a couple of people be mentioned. Me, myself, uh, I thought that this whole world title eliminator tournament was going to be used like it was last year. Last year, not only did it establish Kenny Omega as the number one contender for the AEW World Championship, it established his heel character, and I thought it was going to do the same for John Moxley. So I have to kind of think, put my perspective in a different way now, and I'm going to say Miro. Miro is a uh, God's favorite champion. He could be mm-hmm. looking to claim another title as God's favorite champion, but now he's playing a kind of a different t- sort of character with it. The the forsaken hey, one. Is, is Scott Steiner trying to come in? Is he? <laughs> I, can, I can hear you. There's sirens your end. <laughs> That's New Never York. Mind. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, but yes, uh, Miro would be my guy because I would have Miro defeat Orange Cassidy. It plays into their longtime rivalry from RK uh, Anarchy, and then uh, have him versus Brian Danielson, and that's a t- completely different competitor for him. Like he's had his Suzuki, he had his Kingston, but the Forsaken one, uh, Miro, is a totally different animal for him. So I would like that l- little angle. I mean, I-, I heard the big name is uh, CM Punk, but I feel like it would be too soon for CM Punk versus Brian Danielson. Yeah. 
yeah, I can't argue with that. I mean, you have to imagine it was going to be Danielson Moxley in the final. Yeah. And then I'm not totally sure, right, where they were going to go with that. Presumably, they want to get Danielson back to Omega. I don't know how quickly they want to do that. But if Paige does win the belt, which I think he does next weekend, then it's like, okay, who do you want that next competitor to be? Is it If it's Danielson... You want Paige to kind of have a strong star, and it's like, ah, that's someone has to lose. You don't want to do, you know, WWE would do all the screwy finishes, yeah. but you know, you, you know, you don't want that. But then Moxley would have been a good competitor, I think, for Paige uh, and somebody who could have stood the loss. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it's it's a funny one. Like I think I agree with you. I think Miro would be a really good way to plug in here because I'm not totally sure what they're trying to do with him moving forward. Um, but he definitely would be a good fit and like a believable enough opponent for Miro uh, for Page as champion. So I don't think you plug Punk in there and change a whole bunch of stuff just to make that work. Um, but that's the great thing about AW man. They got like options galore, yeah, all over the place in in that uh, in that department. So unless man. they go completely different and uh, do like last year, how. Uh, Pentagon lost to Phoenix, but because Phoenix got hurt, uh, Pentagon replaced them in the tournament. You can do that with Kingston and Moxley and give us Kingston versus Orange Cassidy. Kingston win, and we get Kingston versus Danielson again. I won't mind that at all after the Rampage match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mind that at all. Um, man, they've got options. You could, yeah. So, again, just looking at the rankings, you can insert a bunch of people. Um, Let's go to an ultra chat, by the way, that we have from Mayor of Painesville, Dan, on the titular news. Hey, guys. In 2017, as part of a previous job, I was visiting a care center for people that had alcohol addiction problems that already had mind and or body ruined by the disease. Alcohol is no joke. Uh, and not everyone is able is born able to drink responsibly. Absolutely. Um, I think, yeah, a, a lot of people whether they address it eventually or they don't have bad relationships with alcohol. We know this. Um, but again, um, the, the stress of and just the rigors, right. Of the life that John Moxley must lead. And we, and we've heard this a million times with wrestlers. Let's talk, you know, around the turn of the millennium or in the nineties, SB three, our drinking and maybe even drugs were like really prevalent backstage. Um, that's a coping mechanism you don't want to develop. And I feel like, um, Again, before anything really bad has happened, you know, we, there's no DIYs that we know of or, or anything like that. Um, DUI even. Um, that he's just trying to nip it in the bud, which I think is is a very sensible and admirable thing. Yeah, I mean, like I, like I said at the top, it's just you have to look into yourself and know that you have a problem that the fact that no one else came to him and he's making the choice for himself that's the the best thing because the first the first step is basically admits and realizing that you have a problem so i'm happy for him absolutely This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you 
everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Speaking of, I mean, we're sticking with AEW tonight, guys. It's an AEW heavy show. A lot of news coming out of here. Uh, man, Tony Khan's made some more announcements, SB3, but this time in the tag team realm. Yes, FTR is going to be defending the AAA World Tag Team titles tonight on Dynamite. Uh, they put out the open challenge on AEW Dark, I believe, last night. And now it's been answered. Tony Khan announced on um, Wrestling Observer Live today that they're going to be versing Aerostar and Samurai uh, Del So, the former Kalisto, Lucha, Lucha, Lucha. <laughs> So you were going to see him. I mean, he's a very talented guy. I think that he never really got the chance in WWE to kind of show everything that he can do. Cause I've seen him on the independent scene before he came to WWE and it, it's, Two totally different guys. I mean, he's had good matches in WWE, but to kind of see him without the restraints that WWE has is going to be very fun. And against FTR at that, that's the that's the best part about this. And Aerostar is another guy that a lot of people should be impressed with. I've seen him in Lucha Underground. He's got a high-flying style that's just into himself. So it's going to be a very yeah. good matchup. Yeah, I mean, Kalisto is one of those guys that we saw time and time again, like the the... the not the remnants of his ability, but like you get a little window of it every now and again yeah. in WWE. But like the style, I guess, doesn't really lend itself to true luchadors or, you know, people who work that way. I mean, look at Ricochet and everyone else who have just been kind of suffocated in the way they work as a higher flyer. Um, but I'm, I'm really excited to see what he's like with the chains off. Um, little, the only bit of WWE news I did want to touch on is actually in NXT. Those of you that do watch NXT 2.0, you will have seen last night that Zoe Stark was taken to a local medical facility. You know how that goes. And uh, but in reality, post wrestling are reporting that she actually is injured. She's they don't know exactly what the problem is or how long, 
But Zoe Starks has been written out of storylines for that reason. She is dealing with a legitimate injury. Um, a lot of people were kind of indifferent on the Starks Io Shirai friendship um, team, to say the least. Um, you know, maybe she comes back, hits the reset, starts feuding with Shirai. Who knows? Uh, it should be interesting. I wasn't the biggest fan of her tag team with Shirai. It basically comes down to that racist scene that they had in the sushi bar. That uh-huh. was just a, that that was me being like, okay, I'm jumping off of this. I'm this is not for me. This is for a different audience. This is not. I'm not that guy for this. So I realized that and I just kept away from it. But in the ring, she's been very impressive. She does like 450 splashes. She's had good matches with Io Shirai as well as Tony Storm. So uh, I hope that she gets you know healthy very soon. Speaking of health before we start to wind things down here. I know 20 minutes isn't long enough. Um, but Dave Meltzer is saying that AJ Styles is out of action the past few weeks with a non-injury medical issue. It's very, very uh, intentionally vague, of course. Yeah. Um, he, he didn't offer any details on that, nor should he really, if they are personal to AJ Styles beyond you know, what an injury he might have suffered in the ring. Um, but it has been noticeable that Omos, of course, has been you know, the fawn in the side of the street profits and has been making his presence felt. But AJ is reportedly dealing with an issue. So if you were wondering why we haven't seen AJ in the ring much or on even coming out, I don't think he was even on Raw this week. No. Um, that would be why Dave Meltzer says he is struggling with an issue. And it's funny, SP3, man, because when I look at AJ Styles, and I, yeah, this doesn't make me a rocket scientist. He obviously holds great value. We know... In his own words, he's in the winter of his career. But I still feel like being plugged into the tag team with Omos has kind of been a bit of a waste. Like, it had, it had its value in a way for Omos. Do we still need that? You know, he could be out here putting on bangers, putting on a great feud with somebody. I feel like when you've got AJ Styles on a show, particularly a show like Raw, by the way, um, man, you need to utilize him better, right? He's basically being put into the hardcore Holly with Cody Rhodes type of role where they yeah. think that he they're they're now believing that he's in the winter of his career and they're trying to use him to elevate someone that they are going to invest in long term in Omos. I mean, I'm all for Omos and I'm, I'm willing to give him a chance that over time he, be, he can become a good worker. But I totally agree with you when you have baby faces like Big E and, you know, Drew McIntyre never really had an official feud with AJ Styles either. And there's like multiple, there's others I can name Finn Balor on the Raw roster right now that needs a very good wrestler in the ring to work with. That's a heel. You just said it. You just said it. Finn Balor, AJ Styles. You got Chad Gable tearing shit up. I want to see that man wrestle AJ Styles. Extended period of time. Like, I don't, I feel like there's more to do with him. I don't want his career to just wind and wind like this guy had a great run of matches and he earned his way to like the undertaker at wrestlemania had the amazing thing with daniel bryan the ic title and then what since really right and also on the other side of the spectrum, if they didn't even want to see him long term on Monday Night Raw, you know what SmackDown needs? SmackDown needs some baby faces to verse uh, Roman Reigns. And how great wow. would it be that five years later we go back to AJ Styles versus Roman Reigns with AJ Styles? Now you are officially the baby face against this yeah. heel Roman Reigns instead of the dichotomy that we got the first time where he was obviously the baby face to the fans, but he was the heel to WWE or the tweener to WWE. 
WWE because they felt like Roman was a bigger babyface. If we can get that full spectrum five years later, I think that's what SmackDown needs the most because you can give Drew McIntyre these open challenge wins all you want. I'm still going to remember he's lost to Bobby Lashley. He lost to mm. Big E. He's had too many big losses this year, whereas AJ Styles, yes, you've had him in the tag team division building up Omos, but he hasn't been taking that many singles losses unless it's to the members of RK Bro, really. Yeah, and mark my words, when the UK show is announced, whenever it's full, we're presuming it's September. And I say when, it is when. Um, Drew, they will heat Drew up just in time for that show. That They will, they will. And I, I'm telling you right now, like I don't know this for a fact, but I do know for a fact when they were planning to do it before the pandemic, they wanted Drew and Tyson Fury, right? I know yeah. Inside the Ropes would go on to report that. That's factual. Those talks were absolutely happened. Drew's even told me that. So when you when you look at <laughs> where they're going to go next year and bring in a big stadium show, I, I have a hard time believing that they won't try and run that back, especially when you look at Tyson Fury's wife recently saying that he's going to get involved again. Yeah. No, not many of us probably want to see it, but it's going to happen, I think. Uh, either way, they'll heat, they'll heat Drew up in time for that. But I do think there's a lot of thing left to do with AJ Styles. I think it was kind of gutting for him. He didn't get the Triple H WrestleMania match. Yeah. You know, like he, he obviously campaigned hard for that. And if you look at his WrestleMania record, AJ Styles, and yes, I'm including Shane McMahon because it was a great opener. Um, Jericho as well in there. Uh, Nakamura, mm. but still, like you look at the actual pedigree of the people he's faced, he's had a great, yeah. great run. Um, so man, I want him to. I think there's just a bit more to be done there. Um, and yeah, like you said, actually, I I would argue that was trip, that that was Roman Reigns's best singles match of his career at that point. Was I against agree. AJ Styles, like that pay per view. Oh my god, that's a great match! Great match, and like you said, didn't even have like the clear distinction that we would have this time around. SB3, I like the way you think, guys. Thank you very much for joining us today. We're going to wrap it up here on Wrestling Daily. It always feels cruel to do that, just as the numbers are getting into the hundreds. But my lord, uh, we do have some plans, though. We are going to do some extra content for you guys. Our debates are going to return, but in separate videos, you'll see them up on Wrestling Daily soon, and we will let you know all about how you can see those in the near future. Um, like, subscribe, all of that good stuff. We would love to have you be a part of the Good Egg family. SB3, before we wind down, tell the people where they can find you. You can find me on the Twitter machine at True Hill SP3. I'll be back on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel on Thursday with True Rewind as we're going to be reviewing the rest of the Monday Night Wars. And on Saturday, True Hill Heat 150 with special guest Bodyslam.net's own Cassidy Haynes. So check out Ooh. True Hill Heat 150. I like Cass. I've had him on my talk sports show. Good egg. Like him. Good guy. Um, yeah, so... SB3 and I will see you next week. Tomorrow, remember, it's Steph Chase and Benno as a special guest co-host. And on Friday, do you know who the special guest co-host is? Who's the special guest co-host? It's Louis Dangle, the <laughs> return of the prodigal son. I haven't even been on Twitter, right? Oh, please, and, please make him right. say it on the show. I know. You, you wait, you wait. Uh, so I haven't even been on Twitter. And five people yesterday sent me a screenshot of his ridiculous Hangman Page take that he should lose it 
to the very next week to MJF. Uh, five different people sent me a screenshot of that. So I can't wait to get that boy in a corner and see what he's got to say for himself. To be fair, I think he, considering the scrutiny the boy took for his, his bad take, uh, yeah, he's he's got the balls, isn't he? He's got the balls to keep coming back. Uh, you gotta love Louis. He he always has a take, and he's always willing to say it. It may be a good one, it may be a bad one. <laughs> Imagine that always... being your praise. He's willing to to say words. Uh... <laughs> he's will, he's willing to put himself on the line. He's like he's like the Darby Allen of wrestling analysts on YouTube. He puts right. his body on the line for these mm. hot takes. Yeah. Uh, guys, welcome Louis back this Friday. Until then, SP3 and I will see you later here on Wrestling. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.